Welcome to the Things We Dig podcast, where we talk about pop culture and bullshit. On today's episode, I mean, we all know how crazy Bob Saget is. Survivor is probably one of my guilty pleasures. Yeah, for the crown next time, fellas. Bill Murray's one of my favorite people of all time, man. He's so great. Dude, I think I'd go with the Winslows, man. Steve Urkel and his adventures. I think that'd be fun. Hello, friends. Welcome to the first episode of the Things We Dig podcast. My name is Chris Figueroa. But I go by Fig. And, you know, we're just a group of friends from Las Vegas who want to do a podcast about, you guessed it, things we dig, Um, whether it be movies, comic books, TV shows, sports, you name it. We dig it. We'll talk about it. My name is Chris Clare, and uh, I just go by Chris because I'm not cool enough for a nickname. But uh, I hope you guys dig the things that we do. Hey, I dig those two guys that went before me. Um, My name is Alexander, but you could call me Al, a.k.a. Alex. Let's talk about some things we dig. Whoa, I heard that sick mic drop. Let me pick it up and dust it off and let me introduce myself. They call me the Dave Man. What's up, everyone? I'm Steve, a.k.a. Japan Steve, because I'm coming at you every week from the floor of my apartment here in Nagoya, Japan. So what are uh, some some things you guys have been watching recently? Old, new, whatever. Um, I've definitely been watching too many Survivor episodes, uh, but... Uh... They're well worth it. I know you guys might have been crazy. There's like 40, 40 seasons going right now. 40 seasons? Are you on the current one or are you watching old ones? No, I went from like 20 to 30 and then back down to 16 up. So, so you're just jumping around? Unless I get Paramount Plus. Sounds like it's all going to Paramount Plus now. I can't confirm that. Honestly, uh, Survivor is probably one of my guilty pleasures. How deep have you gotten into it? How many seasons have you watched? Uh, I couldn't talk. <laughs> Not that guilty of a pleasure. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I haven't reasons. kept up with it once once I uh, left for Japan, but uh, they were always entertaining and uh, they kept it new all the time, man. It, it's crazy to see because it's just like a mix of reality TV, but they're stranded and then they do cool missions and get to do fun things. Like the last one I saw, they were in Gabon, Africa. Places I dream of going. Dude, I had never watched uh, Survivor. I mean, I'd seen it like on and stuff. My mom watched it when I was younger, but I never really gotten into it. And then uh, during the pandemic, man, I was like, hey, Survivor, I'm going to check this out. And I probably blew through like 20 seasons of it. I got addicted, man. Because it is dope. I remember being a kid, what, it came out in like 97 or something, 98. I remember those first couple seasons, I was really into it, but... uh, that's where it stopped for me. I know a lot of people from those early years that segued into like actual careers in television and stuff, though. Who was that? Uh, Survivor? Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Oh, she was marrying. Her name was something else when she was on uh, Survivor, but uh, she was on like The View and shit for a long time. Oh, that's that right. Show. Yeah, that's right. I remember she came back a couple times. I never really got into, or growing up, never got into those type of reality shows until for now. I mean, I don't watch Survivor, but I got into Big Brother recently, uh, Amazing Race, too, a little bit more often. I mean, I know this is a little bit different, but Paramount Plus has Real World on it from MTV. So I've been yeah. watching older episodes, and it's just kind of cool to see people live their life, you know, back in the day. And the second season takes place in Venice Beach. So that's pretty cool to kind of see California in like the early 90s. And Were you guys more real world or uh, road rules? Definitely real world. Yeah, myself. Especially as we got a little older, once we were like in junior high and high school, all those seasons, I watched those like Dallas. I remember uh, San Diego was another one that I watched. Maybe it wasn't Dallas, but it was Texas at least. 
I wrote the other ones. It's pretty dope, though. You were talking about Guilty Pleasures, Steve. Uh, the Real World Road Rules Challenge, which is now just the MTV Challenge, is like my guilty pleasure. I've been watching that since... Because I loved Road Rules and Real World, and I've been watching the challenge since, like, junior high school. And it's still on today. Just watched a new episode last night, and I still fucking love it, man. It's awesome. <laughs> they just put all those crazy-ass people in the house together and give them alcohol and then make them go do challenges hungover, and it's just a recipe. <laughs> <laughs> and is it is it just a mix of old Real World Road Rules cast members coming together? Now, in recent years, they've called it just the MTV Challenge, and they brought in, like, there's Big Brother players in there. There's people from, like, um, like uh, what whatever MTV's love show is, like, Are You the One, I think. Ah, uh, Flavor of oh, Blood. Uh, <laughs> shit like that. But, dude, they're actually, some of them are good, but then a big majority of the cast is made up of OG, Real World, and uh, Road Rules members still, too. They should just call it, like, Reality TV Challenge. Like, bring in everybody like yeah. dog the bounty hunter coming in and uh <laughs> you know who's the 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 small the small world um Small world. <laughs> little, 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 world. little people, big world. Yeah, little people, big world. And I don't know when it comes out, but their Paramount Plus that you guys were talking about is about to do a uh, the challenge um, All Stars. So it's supposed to be a bunch of OG people that haven't been on it in a while coming back. So that should be pretty cool. I'm hyped. Well, we got to get Paramount Plus. It seems. Do you guys remember uh, back in the day when reality TV like first came on? Like how fucked up a lot of the shows were. Like, do you remember a show called The Swan where they literally would take like an ugly girl and give her new teeth with surgery, give them plastic surgery on their face and like do their hair. The whole shit, And then present them at the end as like the ugly duckling turning into a beautiful swan. (laughs) Yeah, I do remember that. My mom used to watch that show. It's a messed up show, dude. (laughs) Which is funny and not to sound messed up, but the husband, they would do it for men too, right? Was it men and women that they would I can't remember what the payoff was or if it was like, there was, I don't know, man. I don't know if it was as fucked up as like it was a stranger they were trying to impress or something or... I think it was just somebody just low self-esteem usually some of their friends were usually like oh we want to give her a makeover but the 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 recovery had to have been fucking crazy because oh, they yeah. got fully everything that was only sure. a couple seasons though that didn't last too maybe long. one no, season dude, yeah. even. they maybe probably shut that one. down yeah I remember one episode or season the husband came and the wife is all like done up and she looks good. And I just thought to myself, like the husband still looks like he did. (laughs) So I'm wondering if, you know, love was strong enough that they stayed together because now she's looking like real good and he's still looking the same. So I'm just curious if that caused any riff in their relationship now that she's all done up. I don't know. They should have done like 90 days after or something like a TV show. Like one year later, where are they now? But like all of them left their significant other. My grandma, it kind of what you just said reminded me of uh, this show she watches, 90 Day Fiance. You guys know about that show? Yeah, Yeah, my wife likes that show. I would say that's the process I'm going through right now. I don't know. Uh, Some of them are cringy. The next season, we're like, "Oh shit, man!" <laughs> could be got an NDA for that new bro. wedding, son. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it just sucks that things are it, they're fun to watch because it's dramatic, but it's so unrealistic that. It's like here's this overweight white dude, and he's gonna marry this hot Russian chick who's never been to Russia. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, okay, you already sold it. You already sold it pretty bad to me. The but worst. Let's, let's see how it goes. 
like i remember one season this one dude was just sending money to this girl in the ukraine or russia oh, yeah and he just kept sending her money dude like and he's like would be like i can't send you anymore and he'd like was going and <laughs> sending her money and he'd be like when can i see you and i think he like yeah. flew tried to fly her out a few times and of course she never came and he flew out there once, I think even, and she like stood him up and he had to come back home or whatever. But when do you not see? And like, he has people around him who are like, dude, like you need to stop doing this. It's like, I don't know. That's, it's, just kind of messed up and then we we watch it it is entertaining but oh, exactly. you just want to grab him through the screen and be like stop it man dave uh, i remember that episode the dude went to mexico for a vacation yeah. paid for a really nice hotel for a couple of days waiting for this girl to arrive and she just hit him with like oh i don't think i can make it now mm. in my head i'm like like you said you just want to like like dude like she is just using you. But I mean, I think these people just have really low self-esteem where they're uh, holding completely. on. To... And then their friends are really nice to them and they see like how nice they are. So they try to like drop hints, but they won't just be super direct and be like, you need to fucking stop doing this. How about any uh, new movies? You guys watch any new movies or movies that maybe have been out for a while that you just seen for the first time? Yeah, I just watched Sonic actually. It's on Netflix now over here. Uh, you guys seen Sonic? Dude, I actually I did. Uh, I watched Sonic in theaters with my brother right oh. before, I think right right before the pandemic and all this shit happened. I don't remember when it came out. It was like one of the last movies I saw uh, before everything. And it was actually better than I expected. I, I My brother was super, he's huge Sonic fan since we were kids. So he was really stoked to see it. And I was kind of like, ah, I just want to go see a movie with you. So I'm going to go. Very low expectations. And I was like, oh shit, that was, it was pretty good. Well, I'm very glad they redesigned Sonic because if you looked at original design, it was just horrendous. My God. That would have made the movie unwatchable for me. Because like you said, I went in with low expectations too. Not really, I mean, you know what you're going to go see when you watch a Sonic movie, which is primarily made for kids. But of course, being a you know kid of the 90s and that video game was huge. But I, I went in low expectations, but it was really entertaining. The guy who did the voice, even James Marston, think he did well too and then of course jim carrey man i feel like he was back to his roots of being jim carrey in it so i really yeah i did enjoy it too as well yeah the older one was better the older animation was better in my opinion and uh at the same time what i will go even further to say what do you guys hate on the new lola bunny as well as you know what is this um the first design was terrible dave and you're wrong and the new Lola Bunny is fine. Yeah, I don't know what's the uproar with the new Lola Bunny. I mean, she looks like she they made her not as sexy. sexual. Yeah. yeah, people are mad that she's not sexy, which is mm. fucking crazy. You can no longer be yo meat to her. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> what? You know, we all wanted to in the nineties, guys, but <laughs> thirty now. Also, I just want to say I haven't seen it, but uh, my sister went. She took her kids, and she said Jim Carrey was awesome in that film. So even like, uh, was it you think it was saying? But yeah, he like went back to his roots and was just like really played into the character and just being goofy and stuff. It, that makes me want to see it, honestly. I bet he was a a, a Sonic fan. I'm I'm sure. Have any of you guys watched the Netflix show The Queen's Gambit? 
Dude, I just finished that in like a few days, man. And it's one of the people I watch on YouTube who reviews, you know, TV shows and movies. It was funny because he said, what I was thinking is, how can a show make a game that I could care less about that interesting? Which the show did. And the actress who played the main character, she did really well, too. I mean, it's a little bit of a somber series, but it made me want to watch chess and learn about more about chess. I didn't realize that that girl. She's the uh, the girl from uh, from Split, and uh, yeah, Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah. yeah, she's also in the new Mutants movie, the X Men movie. Jojen Reed uh, is like the American chess thing. The guy I don't know his real name, but that's who he played in Game of Thrones. I mean, like, where's the knife and stuff? He has the mustache. Uh, that's oh, the yeah. only thing I love the show. But that's the only thing is it hit the mustache looks so out of place on him, man. <laughs> I read somewhere that the the guy who was shopping Queen's Gambit around had been doing it since like the 90s. Like he had been trying to get this thing made for a very long time. And then uh, he was shut down by like everybody who we presented it with because they thought like the same studios and people were like, nobody's going to want to watch that, you know. And then it happens like almost a perfect storm with the pandemic and people quarantining and they're uh, watching whatever is being thrown at them. Going back to what you're saying, Chris, the the guy from the Game of Thrones, it was just funny to me that he's like, air quotes, the cool guy in the chess world. And in my head, I'm like, dude, you still look like you're 12 years old. And you're <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. Wearing a Indiana Jones type of hat with a <laughs> baby pencil mustache. But he's like, the cool guy in chess. And I was like, uh, I everybody's like, hey, but, but maybe, maybe in the chess world, he is the cool guy. What do you guys think of the season finale of WandaVision? Ooh, there's now, I mean, Vision's back, it seems. Vision's out there. Is Vision again now? If I if I seen that correctly, I don't know. He said, he said I am the Vision, and then that's it. Wow. Bolted. It's like, I'm peacing out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought it was really well done. The fight scenes, you know, being for TV, obviously, you know, we expect Marvel fight scenes to be movie quality, which I thought they were. Yeah, I feel like the effects and the fights and all that stuff, they're, it's just on par with the movies. Yeah, there's really no, no drop in quality there. So I thought it was really good. Uh, Hers the Scarlet Witch looks sick. The outfit was dope. Yeah. Um, it was crazy too at the end when she was sitting outside of her little cabin and then you go inside and she's just like astro projecting herself like studying like uh dr steve strange did i thought was she looking at the book that had like the the history of scarlet witch and supposedly that book isn't it doesn't have like evil origins or it's like dark magic to it it's not like a good book per se so that's interesting too what agatha witch she called it something i think it's like the book from uh, Hocus Pocus. Yeah, it kind of looked like that for real. Uh, the <laughs> book is called The Darkhold. Ooh. Okay. On a video somebody made on YouTube, all the ancient books that Doctor Strange has in his possession, when they showed that movie, there is like an empty space. And a lot of people are speculating that that is the book that's missing from his collection. It's obviously, I think, supposed to tie into the next Doctor Strange movie which is like a multiverse movie. So she's probably going to be well-versed in that side of the magic or whatever. The Scarlet Witch. Were you guys disappointed at all? I mean, I know, you know, there's a lot of fan theories out there. and We even talked about a big cameo supposed to appear for the finale. Were you guys disappointed at all? Or do you guys not really buy into any of those fan theories that were put out there? 
Yeah, definitely disappointed, but also disappointed in the maybe the big cameo was Quicksilver, but that kind of led nowhere. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel like that was my disappointment, was that Quicksilver was just a normal dude, not even from the X-Men universe. Also, like, the people, whoever was in the cast, they're the ones, somebody in the cast revealed that it was going to be an epic reveal of a character. So yeah. it wasn't like fans like putting it out Luke. there. Like they said it themselves. And it just, well, I wasn't was disappointed, but I was expecting something, you know, but I still liked the show overall. It was good every week. I never really got bored and I never knew which way it was going to go either. So they did an amazing job. I think just them coming out and saying that, and they said it was going to be that, what the physicist or whoever, uh, whatever his title was or her title. And they never even revealed that either. I like the uh, the finale. I I love speculating on fan theories and stuff like that, but I don't like uh, get too invested into them just because I'm usually fucking wrong. <laughs> I feel like we're not done with Quicksilver in in this universe. I feel like the mutants will come and then he'll come eventually. Like they're just teasing him because if the multiverse is gonna exist now and shit like that, then he could just come in from somewhere else as the same same shit. Well, do you remember his? They they said his name or his his civilian name in the show. Ralph Boner. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Boner. I, I thought that was just like a make Boner. Pronounced Bonar. <laughs> Bonar. But it was just that thing where I'm like, okay, so is he in that multiverse a different, just regular Boner, and he's not <laughs> he's not a, an an X Men, not a like super best friend, not a super Boner, boner. <laughs> <laughs> not my ex friend's Boner. Here's my sidekick, the amazing boner. The amazing chubby. The amazing uh, chode. I'm excited for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming up now. Dude, I I feel like, and I'm going to talk about that, but I feel like the Snyder Cut just on like my feed has just been like over like saturated, like all the comic book feeds that I forgot that Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be on tomorrow. Today. Oh, snap. tomorrow? Is it not? Yeah. Friday. Is it next Friday? Yeah, the 19th. Okay. Uh, the day after. Right after every week, they said. Yeah, I thought it was too. Day after Snyder Cut. So the, we'll get the right Snyder Cut the... and Falcon 15th, and Winter Soldier right? two days in a row. So that'd be kind yeah, of cool. That'll be wild. Well, shit. Yeah. Always. There's some, there's some good stuff. It's going to be insane with the Snyder Cut, man. Just all that new shit. Uh, the villains, the introducing the villains, that video that you sent out, Fig. Yeah. It was wild, but one thing I was surprised to see was it's either going to be just a tiny cameo or uh, Jared Leto as the Joker won't be like a villain in it. Maybe somewhat of an ally to Batman. That's what that, it seems like. That cutscene where it's like post-apocalyptic, he doesn't, doesn't seem threatening in any way. He almost seems like he's just like a, a stranded dude. Who's just like, oh, Batman. Yeah, there was a behind-the-scenes photo of, of Jared Leto, and he sees Zack Snyder right by him with the camera filming him, and he just has, like, a SWAT suit vest. Maybe it's a bulletproof vest. I'm not sure, but he has, like, 50 police badges on it, and he just looks insane, dude. I'm, it's like every badge of every copy killed, probably. I wonder, yeah, that's what a lot of people are saying, but it, I'm curious of what that scene's going to be about. And I think it's going to be good, man, I, and I think it's going to be so different from the original cut of the movie. So I'm excited for it. Like I'm not getting my hopes super high that it's going to be like an amazing movie, but I think it's going to be definitely satisfying for sure. I mean, to me, if I haven't come back and watched the trailer enough, but it hasn't really showed us what it's going to be about. Which is and good. the motherfucking movie's like four and a half hours long, isn't it? Dude? I mean, that's that's, that's crazy. The, the trick is like keeping you on your seat 
But one of the the more recent trailers made me really think of how different of a movie it is. They, they're really emphasizing Dark Side, and there's so much footage with Dark Side. Which in my head, I'm thinking, I didn't realize Zack Snyder filmed this much. Like where you're you're essentially, yeah, you're getting you know relatively the same movie, the foundation of it's there. But a lot of these new scenes, you're like, damn, like they really saw this footage and thought. Nah, let's go with let's go in this whole different direction. I'm just thinking, like, why? Like, it was another studio thing, which was whack. But it was they all, from what I've heard and can collect, it's like the time restrictions of how long a movie is and how long people will sit and want to watch a movie. And Zack Snyder already was over that, and they even took what they granted him for the movie to be and cut that down even. And so once they were like so controlling over it, he was just like, I don't want to do it, you know, because it wasn't going to be his vision. And he had it seems like. Like a lot of backstories to these characters that gives them more depth and also moving into the future would have really set them up uh in a better position you know for dc when it comes to movies so i think it honestly so. was the people backing the movie like they should have had more faith in him but we'll see i mean i think it's going to be good it was supposed to lead into a part two and part three as well so he's kind of setting up for that yeah from what i read and the next movie would have been the legion of doom which Zack snyder confirmed that's what his goal was and then that would have led into like the big bad like dark side kind of deal so it would be cool to still get that if you know the Snyder Cut is a success I couldn't imagine WB or Warner Brothers being like nah like we know the Snyder Cut was a success but yeah we're just going to go in a different direction so I think (laughs) you're waiting for it to be either a success or a flop where they can be like all right now we're for sure going to cut it off or I think they'd be stupid not to do a sequel if it is, you know, a big hit with the fans. Oh, yeah. Completely. I I hope so. I mean, I think they will always... I loved Superman. I loved Batman before I loved Marvel, to be honest. So it's like, I... that Those were my jams. Just there was never, like, a Justice League movie and stuff. I know there was, like, cartoons and there was the comic books, of course, but... Nothing beats the old uh, Batman cartoon from when we were growing up, dude. It was so good. Oh, dude. The intro, the opening theme song, and just, man, dude, at the end, you just see him in the the thunder and lightning flashes, and you see him there, you're like, gosh. Oh, yeah, dude. Still so sick. I loved the I loved the Superman movies, man. And maybe it was just my parents watched them. The old but ones, the old Reed. ones. Yeah, they were yeah. kind of they were kind of cheesy. Looking back, oh, they're now, good though. Yeah, I mean, growing up, I really did like the Superman movies too. What do you guys think of uh, the new J.J. Abrams Superman? What? Oh yeah, I heard about that. I think. I think they're totally recast in Superman too. Damn, that'll be interesting. J.J. Abrams. It's like Carter something. It's not going to be um, Clark Kent. Yeah, not Clark Kent. It's a different, different super brand new character, not from comics. Which I'm cool with, but I also just I'm cool with it. A man of steel too. It's like, yeah, have both. Why can't we have both? You know. I don't think Henry Cavill wants to do it anymore, right? Seems like a lot of stuff's coming out now that he was maybe forced out, or a lot of other people had influence in that decision. It really wasn't him. I liked him as Superman, dude. I thought the first Man of Steel was awesome. It's going to be strange, too, if they do a brand new Superman, a brand new Batman, and then try to circle back and redo it with these characters. Like having, I don't know. It just seems strange to do it all at once. Steve, you have any uh, movie quotes for us for the movie quote game? Into the movie bite. (laughs) Movie game. Uh, So if you can, you guys can name the movie, the actor, or the, uh, the character. All right, you guys ready? Number one, easy. Good morning. In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. It's 
Jim Carrey. Truman Show. Um, Truman no. Show. Truman Show. Oh. <laughs> Nice. I thought you had it when you said Jim Carrey. I should have let you keep going with that. I thought. Yeah, but, um, what were you I, thinking? I was thinking that one, uh, Evan Almighty. Not Evan Ma- Bruce Almighty. God <laughs> damn. Sorry. All right. Good. That's. It could have been Bruce Almighty. That would have yeah, been. Yeah. I could. I could see how been, yeah. those two up. Point L and Point Dave. That was a tag team. <laughs> tag team back again. All right. Number two. Let's murderize them. Murderize them. Murderize them. Is a girl? Is no. it Little Giants? That's kind of similar. Kind the of big similar. green. All right, I'll give you. I'll give you another one from the same movie. Rocky loves Emily. Oh, oh man! I, uh, I thought more was of it Tommy had hopped on. Who said that? That was Tum Tum. That was Tum Tum. Rocky loves Emily. That was a good, uh, good throwback. All right, a couple more. Next one. There's a name. So, so and so, who crawled through a river of his own shit. And came out clean on the other side. Andy Dufresne was a particular man. <laughs> it was Red narrating the fucking uh, Shawshank Redemption, bro. There you go. Man, I, I was going to say family, family Guy Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good uh, impression. <laughs> my, my cold. My Is cold. God? <laughs> God just speak? Yeah, All right, let's give you one more. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? Oh man, hold up. Is it uh Tropic Thunder? Ben Stiller? Not. Oh. <laughs> oh man. What's eating Gilbert Grape? This is not. Character name is uh Cameron Poe. Oh, is it uh yep, it's uh fuck uh, it's Nicolas Cage and um Oh Connor. Can I think of- yeah, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded so familiar. So I think today's winner is David. Yeah, I today. Good job. Come for the crown next time, fellas. You got the Shawshank Redemption. That was good. I like that. I would love, just to double back on Three Ninjas, I would love to reprise a role of one of those dudes uh, that went in the house that they fucked up. I think I could totally do it. Oh, I just yes. got a backwards cap on right now. Yes, I got the tie-dye shirt. Come on. When they give them the... I'm looking at you, Paramount Plus. Yeah. Give them the milkshake for the laxatives. I can totally see you pulling that off, Dave. That was one of those movies that as a kid, you would like play with your cousins. And they've time. made uh, Three Ninjas. Three Ninjas knuckle up. Three Ninjas well, kicked was back. One of them. He was in Three Ninjas. Was awesome. yeah. I, I didn't like any of the sequels, man. The original was always The bad. Japan one was awesome. The they were Julius Cash Grabs. High Noon at Mega Mountain. That uh, was, yeah. Dave, you brought up an interesting question. What were some movies that you guys would play as kids? Like you'd play like, I know me and my cousins and my brothers would play Sandlot or we'd play Mighty Ducks. What are some other games you guys would play? Definitely Three Ninjas. And we all, we, I was always Colt. My older cousin was Rocky. And then Kevin, my cousin Kevin, who you guys know, was always Tum Tum. And he'd always have candy with him too. And then our cousin Jill was Emily. And we'd always do the chant, Rocky loves Emily. Get so pissed, dude. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to think really Mighty Ducks really inspired me to want to just rollerblade and stuff. Like I, oh, yeah. I like I really loved rollerblading and just I couldn't skate, 
you know, and, and then that scene, it was from D2 when they were uh, roller skating all over, the, all over the mall. Oh, yeah, that was a badass scene. I mean, it's not like we roller skated through the mall, but I just feel like that movie made me want to. I love the scene in uh, D2 where Charlie jumps over, like, the concrete pouring, and you can just totally tell it's a grown-ass man who's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and he lands, and it's like Charlie again. You're like, no. like the damn. best one is when Goldberg is out of control, and it's, like, showing him backwards skating, like, oh, and it's completely a fucking an adult, too. <laughs> I love uh, when you really look into like stunt doubles and it's like they do a pretty good job. But if you really look close, it's always funny to tell that it's not them. The angle is always like yeah. on face too. It's yeah. like weird a little. Um, as funny as it is, one thing that me and my cousins did play a few different times was Seinfeld. And in it, I was Kramer and I took my aunt's hairspray and like sprayed my hair up all crazy and shit. <laughs> and like ran into my cousin's room and I was like, Jerry, I got to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> we were fucking weirdos man how about you steve chris do you guys ever play any pretend games from like movies or tv shows i don't know i definitely played a lot of like crazy pretend like games and imaginary stuff with my friends but i don't know if any of them were based off like tv shows i feel like we'd always be setting up other crazy shit like cops and robbers you're being like army men or crazy stuff like that i don't know if we reenacted mm-hmm. oh Did wait guys- no actually i just fucking remembered man after we saw a bunch of us for micah's birthday party when i don't know 12 let's say and we went and saw crouching tiger hidden dragon in the fucking <laughs> movie theater and we went back to his house afterward and he had a pool and he had like a slanted hill at the back of his yard that was a garden and we all had fucking pool noodles and just thought we were fucking samurais in the movie, man. <laughs> Flying around on that hill, slapping each other with it. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine your guys' parents or whoever just looking out and watching you guys. Like, in your head as a kid, you think, like, you look super cool doing it. But in reality, you're kind of like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You probably look like one of those things outside of, like, a car dealership. Just fucking flopping <laughs> around, just slapping couple, each other. Just a couple I, of dudes slapping some noodles. I remember, and we were a lot older... Steve, we weren't playing though, but we were recreating the scene from Troy, Hector versus um, Achilles. Dude, and we spent hours, man, choreographing that. We (laughs) did a good job, and we even had your sister film us. Was she filming this at one point? She tried to. Attempted. We were like 17 years old at that time. So we weren't really playing. We just were inspiring uh, filmmakers at that time. When I was a kid, we uh, made a few movies twice. uh, Mortal Kombat. My uncle had a camera. We uh, put a stick in my t-shirt and put my hands behind my back. And so it made it sound like he was like breaking my bone, (laughs) like one of my arms. (laughs) (laughs) I obviously was Liu Kang in in the film. It's pretty cool, though. It'd be fun to do more stuff like that. All right, so I came up with One Has to Go, Comedian Edition. One Has to Go, Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey, Will Ferrell, or Bill Murray. One Has to Go, and why? That's a man. If um, if I were to say, I mean, Bill Murray, only because he's the older of them that I haven't necessarily seen and fully appreciated all of the stuff that he's done. Even though I can look back at Groundhog Day, classic, and just Ghostbusters and everything else, but... Steve Zissou? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. But I, mean, I think comedic value, Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey, and Will Ferrell have made me laugh so much. 
All right. What about you other guys? Um, I might have to go with Jim Carrey on this one, man. Ooh. I love him, but the other people I just, I love more, I guess, or I've seen more and just associate with funnier shit. Bill Murray is one of my favorite people of all time, man. He's so great. Adam Sandler yeah. and then Will Ferrell, both those people I've just seen their movies with my youth. They're just so ingrained. Kind of going off that same bit, uh, for me, like, you know, Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler, those guys are the movies of my youth. So I'd probably say Will Ferrell. Oh! I mean, like, he's, yeah, I mean, he's got a couple of the big ones, Step Brothers and Anchorman. But uh, after that, it's kind of more the same thing. And yeah, Adam Sandler does that. But Will Ferrell has some, some movies that you're like, all right, yeah. It's that longevity, though, too, you know? Yeah. If you're that hot and you're that good, you're going to produce a few yeah. sneakers along the way. All of those guys have. Mm. I Maybe mean, Bill Murray, not as much. Bill Murray might have been a more around. selective time, I feel like, when it came to how, with film. But so I mean, maybe choose? not. But some of the more you crank out, I feel like they're not all going to be good. Yeah. Well, Adam Sandler has definitely has. Some. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they can't all they can't all be Jack and Jill, man. <laughs> I was wow. just listening to Adam Sandler's old stand-up like cassettes. Late, like they're not on cassettes anymore, but you know, digitized. Dude, some of that shit's hilarious. Yeah, it oh, is hilarious. Some of his early stuff. So some of it's cheesy. It like didn't age well, but some of it's so good still. That's what made it good too, though. He like did a great job of writing that line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's him doing like you could tell it's him doing several of the voices and like <laughs> yeah. stuff. Like he's the girl and the old guy and one of the dudes. <laughs> and like maybe his buddy plays one of the other parts. It's so funny. I think I would have to go with it's a hard one, but I think I would either say for me it comes down to Bill Murray or Jim Carrey, and I think I'd go with Bill Murray. Ooh. I think I'd have to agree with Steve and do Will Ferrell for me. I mean, I love them all. All have great movies, but Adam Sandler, I mean, early 90s, man. Definitely movies I shouldn't have been watching as a kid, but <laughs> stable into my childhood. Same with Jim Carrey and Bill Murray, too, man. I don't think I could ever get rid of Ghostbusters, so later will. So which one would you guys say absolutely couldn't go, in your opinion? Kind of do a little flip on this. I, I think Jim Carrey is a boss. I love Jim Carrey. I'd say Jim Carrey, too. Just absolutely. Probably not my number one on this list. Like, he's made me laugh just a lot in my life. Uh, Bill Murray would be my must-keep, for sure. Well, I don't know what's funny is somebody that I feel like is kind of like that in the conversation for me personally who's not is Mike Myers, man. Yeah, that you would keep. like an answer is like, just for me personally, I, I always loved, even from a young kid from... So I married an axe murderer. That was like one of the first movies. That yeah. In the Wayne's World movies, fucking going into all the Austin Powers movies, yeah. SNL sketches. That was somebody that I always just like as a kid growing up thought was like that was he was one of my all time favorites. I almost put Mike Myers on this list, too. But in my head, I was thinking like, I don't know, I, I want to make it real hard for people. And I thought the rest who I had, I'm like, I think Mike Myers probably would be the one that everyone would say. But yeah. Proves me wrong. Yeah, baby. <laughs> nice. I got another. Uh, okay, one's got to go. I was going to say, um, is it Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, or Jason? Who I'd say Freddy, Freddy Krueger for me. Okay. I'd go Jason just because, well, ho the Halloween movies to me are a staple for the horror movies. Oh, yeah. In the Freddy Krueger, I just think he was a bit, a bit campy at times, but I definitely feel like he fit the the 80s horror movie and I, I don't really remember watching too many friday of the 13 movies besides the first one yeah i don't think they made a lot 
I mean, they made some remakes no, there's a, and there's stuff. A lot there's, there's like at least more than 13 of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Clearly. I remember the first one. Yeah, there's a there's Yeah, a, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Jason goes to space? Or what's yeah. it called? Well, yeah, Fre- Jason, uh, Jason, Jason X, X or something? Yeah. Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah, Freddy vs. Jason, Manhattan, and there, Jason there Goes is, to Hell. and There is a lot. They kind of, it was one of those franchises they kind of overkilled throughout the years. Well, all of them. They do it with like. all of them, though. They do it with all of them, yeah. I think um, Freddy Krueger is just, the concept is scary. And I don't know, this is one of the movies where the kid just, in the movie, just was sleeping and he didn't know and he turned around and looked at the girl and just shoves a knife in his throat and just, like, deeply <laughs> cuts it. And it was so graphic that I just was like, what the hell? And I love movies for that, but it was that, that, mo- and that was a new, that was like a new version. That was like, no, it was like one of the newer ones. I think it was just movie magic. What they did was grody. Yeah, I do remember that scene and it was pretty intense. Dude. <laughs> I was imagining a young little kid, Alex, watching that scene. It was heavenly oh fucking. He's like, this was last year. <laughs> All right, what do you guys think? Uh, I was never the biggest horror movie fan, so I mean, it'd be a toss up for me. Just pick one of them, kill him off. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a, a cheesy villain we'll throw out? I don't know. Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah, he's the cheesy one. <laughs> yeah. He does. He yeah. does look. Kind of cheesy of them all, maybe. Unless you get up close, you're just like, what the fuck? Jason and Michael Myers. I mean, Freddy Krueger for sure, but he's more of like painted him more as like a character sometimes. The other guys are like, used to scare me more as a kid. Yeah. Anything or they just were like stoic, just big old. You could run your ass off and they'd still just be like walking behind you and eventually (laughs) touch you and just start slashing you, dude. Like superhuman strength. Just forces of evil. Yeah, completely. Yeah, it was pretty much evil, right? Like, dude, the first Halloween movie, there was like, uh, there's zero blood in it. Uh, I forgot whatever reason, but there's zero blood in it. And that movie's just uh, creepy as hell, dude. Like, that still could scare me to this day. Especially when you see him in the back and you think he's dead and he just like sits up all like. Like slow and you're like oh shit <laughs> with like a, a sheet over them or something like they're dead and you're just like fuck i remember me and uh my cousin grew up watching those movies and when halloween h2o came out it was so sick man because uh laurie strode was back as well so and the new ones too she's uh back they have the second one coming out at least i think it's coming out this halloween oh uh, yeah yeah halloween kills or yeah the, the this latest one was pretty good i mean again it's just one of those horror franchises that they they just keep making movies, but it actually was pretty good, like quality-wise and whatnot. Would you guys rather live in the full house with the Tanners, live with the Winslows in Family Matters, or live with the Taylors in Home Improvement? Um, home Improvement for 100%. Tim the yeah. Tony and Taylor? <laughs> My dad? You have a bunch of brothers, too. JTT. I mean, we all know how crazy Bob Saget is, so if he's behind the scenes as crazy as he is at Full House, then <laughs> I mean, he's going to be a party animal. I wanted to jump off right off the bat and say, Al, you would probably be a great fit in Family Matters, except for you're such a nerd, and we see how they treat nerds on that show. So. <laughs> I haven't seen Family Matters. Circle, Steve Urkel. Oh. oh, okay. I was thinking the other one you are saying <laughs> Uh, See what the hell? Like you never I thought we were talking about uh, taxi or something like that. <laughs> it's funny how the when I was a little kid, I never called it Family Matters. I always called it Urkel. Urkel, everyone. Well, did. yeah, that's what I think is Steve Urkel. That's what I. Dude, I think I'd go with the Winslows, man. Steve Urkel and his adventures. I think that'd be fun. 
I remember being a little kid and seeing like in the opening sequence for Family Matters, like the grandma. And I used to always be like, oh, that kind of looks like my grandma. And in reality, she probably, she didn't look anything like my grandma. He did look like my grandma, man. 100%. She probably, maybe a little bit. <laughs> Steve, who would you live with? Yeah, definitely the Winslows. But uh, I don't know. You think about like the whole good hearted family, but eh, I guess the Tanner is kind of the same deal with that. And the I was Tanner's- trying to remember the Family Matters theme song off the top of my head and I, it's hard for me to oh, that's easy it's a rare, rare condition, condition. <laughs> I always confuse that one with uh, Full House Full House yeah <laughs> so who's the nerds who's oh, the nerd? loving condition <laughs> grand design <laughs> I think the most fun would probably be uh, to live with the the banks. Oh yeah, the, completely. Uh, I was gonna. I would that. totally be Carlton's friend just to be yeah. a, a member of the Banks family. I was gonna put that, but I thought, who wouldn't want to live in a mansion in Bel Air? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> true. True. Who else would be a cool family? The Golden Girls would be fun to live with. <laughs> I would actually. I'd pick Golden Girls over everybody. <laughs> They're probably down to party, man. This is like Grandma's Boy. I'm oh. trying, I was trying to think of an Yeah, I was trying to think of some. Like maybe Three's, like, three's uh, Company House. I live in there. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. Um, hang with Mr. Cooper. Hang with Mr. Cooper. Would you guys want to hang with the Seinfeld crew? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I would. Completely. That'd be hilarious. Friends. Friends is another good one. Oh, yeah, of course. Smart Guy. I just finished watching Smart Guy. Smart Guy was a great show. Is that on Disney Plus? It is on Disney Plus. Ah, I used to love that show. I still remember that whole song. I He's think. a smart guy. Do, 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 do. Your brother is smart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so a little bit of a spin on one has to go. What would you rather have? Vehicle edition. So the Ecto One from Ghostbusters, the Batmobile, Knight Rider, or the Ninja Turtle party wagon. Which one would you guys want to roll in? I would say right off the bat, I was gonna say no brainer, fucking Batmobile. But when you threw out the fucking Ninja party Turtles wagon. pizza wagon, party wagon. <laughs> Dude, that's right up my alley, man. I'd take that all day. It's probably got so much cool shit and gadgets on it. It's own pizza oven, brick pizza oven at that. I'm riding shotgun with David in the Ninja Turtle party wagon because that thing is dope. I used to have like a toy version of it when I was a kid and you could load little pizza discs into the top and then blast them out the side of it. It was toy technology, dude. Cowabunga, my man. I'll be in the back with 24 pack of beer because I'll also <laughs> pick the party wagon Ninja Turtle. <laughs> party wagon patrol. Steve, Al, what would you guys choose? Definitely party wagon. <laughs> Dude, I, uh, I mean, Ecto, Ecto 1 was close. <laughs> so, it's so hard uh, to do these ones because we all like the same. It's always the same. It just has party in it. I so mean, it's like. <laughs> Ninja Turtle vehicle because when you say the words party wagon, I just go with the thing is Batman's party right. wagon. I'll, I'll be getting in that too. Batman's party wagon. <laughs> that'd, be a, that'd be a step up. I would say um, I'm going to just Knight Rider because everybody's in the party wagon, but because it talks. I mean, come on. Mr. Feeny. Yeah. <laughs> and he, and he likes roses and he does shit. roses and shit. Nice. Does, Coincidence, Al picked that. Wow. Wait, wait, what's Mr. Feeney? <laughs> That's right. The voice of Knight Rider. Are you fucking with me right now? No. no I Mr. never Feeney. knew that. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, no shit. Really? And something that was a complete, a complete random, like, 
coincidence uh, further down the road once Boy Meets World came out. But he did say Mr. Matthews once in that series. Really? Nah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I like, huh. Random cool fact. So I'm watching the show called Devs on Hulu. Have any of you guys watched it yet or heard about it? I watched it right when it came out. And man, it was pretty great. Yeah. Uh, definitely makes you think. But I have a question. So in this show, not to give anything away, but they're developing this new technology where you can predict the future. Similar to, seems like what Minority Report did in that movie. But when they're developing this technology, they were able to view things that happened in the past. So they were watching Christ being crucified. One of the guys who was watching Marilyn Monroe have an affair with one of these playwrights. So my question to you guys is, if you had that type of technology, what world event would you guys want to watch and why? Mm. Oh, man, it would be really kind of gruesome. But through just seeing so much media and like, reading things from my life. I always wonder what it'd see to see one of those old school battles in real life, like tens of thousands of people charging each other, like face to face and engaging combat. That has to be one of the scariest, like hell on earth situations there ever had to be. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Like that shit. I mean, thankfully I mean, war still happens, but that doesn't yeah. happen anymore. We just march up lines of each other and just rush and like, Oh, the people in the front are fucked. Now yeah. it just seems like that'd be crazy to see. Going off of what you said, I always found the Crusades to be fascinating. Going back and seeing just some gruesome battles between these two religious groups over their gods, pretty much. Um, that would be insane. I would want to see how the pyramids were made. I think I'd want to go back, man, and see almost just before there was even people, just seeing the wildlife and stuff. As long as I was safe, you can just like peek in on it. Is that what you're saying? They're watching it from a screen. Is yeah. how they're, they're viewing it. Yeah, I mean, dinosaurs, could you imagine? I'd want to see, like, yeah, like the dinosaur area. I mean, era, dude, and see what was going on. See if it was accurate at all. To well, the cool thing is it was, like, longer than the human era. I mean, yeah. dinosaurs have been around, supposedly, allegedly. How about you, Steve? What would you want to see? Yeah, that's pretty tough. Uh, kind of fascinated with the World War II event, but uh, I don't know. The dinosaur is pretty cool. The pyramid's pretty cool. Dude, pretty World tough. War II, that's though, tough. man. That's a lot of cool stuff, man. That's crazy. And especially you in Japan, like, it's it's ingrained there. Yeah, I watched something on Netflix. It's uh, the greatest events of World War II in color. They colorized it, and it's just super fascinating. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So, yeah, it's really cool to see. All right, yeah, good, good, uh, good cast, good cast. Yes, sirs. All right, fellas. Until next time. Things we dig. Things we dig. Thank you. Smoochie boochie. Things we dig.